0: this is what I want us to look at for our thinking point. Uh, pupils at Ndengeto High School, it's outside Pinetown in KZN. Um, the school has had to be shut down, at least part of it indefinitely. They're in the middle of exams. The reason why this has taken place is because last week police officers conducted a random uh, spot. This is where they conduct search operations and they're searching for drugs, weapons and all other illicit um, substances that um, sometimes you have school children carrying. And during the surge, police confiscated 400 cell phones. And we know that um, the carrying of cell phones is prohibit- prohibited uh, in many schools, especially public schools. Now, after the confiscation of these cell phones, they were put in um I understand, a cupboard or safe uh, of sorts on the school premises. And they were later then removed by the police and taken to the police station, I understand, for safekeeping because there were so many of them. And the the school raised an issue of risk. In the midst of all of this, um, pupils, then some pupils at least, burnt down several classrooms as a result of the confiscation of these um, cell phones. Now, let's remind ourselves, it's a high school. High schools currently are in the middle of trial exams. Matric learners are in the middle of their trial exams. So, what then becomes the implication of such an activity? Yesterday, my colleague Aldrin Sampier spoke to the department spokesperson, Muzi Mahlambi, and this is in KZN, to ask him why these learners were allowed to bring the cell phones in the first place.
1: It, it, they will not have been confiscated if the school was allowing them to to do so
2: no but but remember that the school said that it, it, it's the school itself that says that it has been lenient when it comes to that school to the co- to the code of conduct and for 400 cell phones to be present in the school it means that children have been allowed to bring their phones to the school we, we, so we, there has we, been a lapse we, in the implementation of the school of conduct we, so
1: we we, we, we we are speaking on behalf of the school If. Yeah. if if you then spoke to the school, we don't know who you speak who you spoke to, but we are speaking on behalf of the school, and we have a, a, a black and white uh, a report in front of us, and it is on the basis of that report that we are reporting to your listeners. Is
2: it the first time, time that they phone came phone. With, with cell phones to the school?
1: You will have an appreciation that learners will always be learners. They will have their way of smuggling things into into... 400 into, of them. Well, the school has uh, more than 1,000 learners.
2: Yeah, so 400 uh, cell phones that were smuggled you, into the school.
1: You, you can also ask the same question: uh, Why, 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 why they brought uh, knives and and guns
2: mm.
3: that
1: confiscated by the by the police? which which is something that is, yeah. is never allowed. So where's the be, problem? Be because clearly, yes, if there,
2: so, so if, if there's a code of conduct that says that this is the procedure that we are following, and there are also clear rules around it, if those rules are not implemented, it means that you end up with a situation where children can bring in uh, contraband and can bring in stuff that they're not allowed to have because ordinarily um, the code of conduct is not being implemented is there not a lapse in that
1: you and i will not will not be in, in this interview and pretend as if we, we we don't know that we, our our communities are engulfed by social ills and uh, schools are a microcosm of uh, the society in the society or community where these things arise, you you will always have a situation where uh, they spin off uh, to the to the school. But if you're in you are within a community where these things are less in terms of occurrence, you you don't have such problems.
0: Let me bring into the conversation Rian van der Berg, who is the deputy CEO of the Federation of Governing Bodies of South African Schools. Rian, good morning to you.
4: Good morning, Jesse, and good morning to your listeners.
0: Let me also invite Gladys Siddiquane, Chairperson of the National Association of School Governing Bodies. Um, this is particularly in the Northwest. Gladys, good morning to you. Good morning, Jesse. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So, Rian, let me kick it off with you. Where is the big problem when it comes to this issue of cell phones in schools to the point where we can see retaliation by pupils that results in the burning down of infrastructure and literally circumventing their own learning processes because they're apparently so upset about the fact that their phones have been taken?
4: Yeah, I don't have all the facts and the details on the table. I want to start out by saying um, there has not uh, been a good process leading up to this. If the code of conduct of the school did not involve a discussion with the learners and them agreeing to this and good consultation and the whole community agreeing to the code of conduct, then you would have this discord between the people that set the code of conduct and the people that have to live by it. So that's the one one side of it. The second thing is I've got to state, but it's it's really unacceptable to to destroy um, public assets and, and education assets. So uh, I, I just want to say that I do not agree with that that recourse. But I can I can definitely sense that the learners, if it's about the cell phones, if the learners' uh, cell phones were taken and they were allowed to bring them at other stages. And even if it's not in the code of conduct, that means the code of conduct might be slightly out of date. Um, I'm -hmm. talking to you on my cell phone. If 400 learners brought their cell phones to school, it is not as the same as bringing a gun or a knife because cell phones are part of day-to-day life. So I think what we're struggling with is the education sector not understanding that real life happens um, outside the school world with cell phones. And there are dangers, but we've got to teach learners to be digital citizens and mature digital citizens and the use of cell phones can enhance learning can enhance our society not just break it down so I, I think this is a multi-layer discussion that has many dimensions to it and and I can sense that the learners were very very disappointed that suddenly today or yesterday or the last Wednesday their cell phones that had been allowed at school were then taken away in, in, a, in a way that might have been that. I'm not agreeing to mm-hmm. their recourse. Uh,
0: Daddy, what have you found to be the difficulties with implementing cell phone policies in schools?
3: Yeah, Cathy, uh, firstly I think the, the issue is that, uh, like my, my, my fellow colleague is saying, uh, the meeting should be called whereby these learners are are told about the school policy, the code of conduct in terms of cell phones, to say that the cell phones are not allowed. If the, the, the school agrees that the cell phones are not allowed and it's part of the policy, so everybody must agree and must know and must sign that code of conduct to say that cell phones are not allowed so that anybody who is found to have in possession of a cell phone, then is able to be sanctioned accordingly in terms of the procedures of disciplining such an act. Even the parents must know that their learners or their children are not allowed to carry cell phones to school. If there is any communication that might happen at school level, they must utilize the resources of the school to communicate to the outside world.
0: If we're being honest about what is taking place in our schools, oftentimes, even if there is a cell phone policy that prohibits learners from having cell phones, those learners, by and large, still bring cell phones onto school premises. Am I wrong about that, Rian?
4: Yes, I think cell phones are, (laughs) in these times, part of people's Lives. It's an extension of your life. Your hand. Most kids over the age of thirteen aspire to have a cell phone, <laughs> and um, it's part of day-to-day life. It's a good tool that can have good impact. Those learners did not necessarily go out and steal those cell phones. They were given those cell phones or um, paid for those cell phones by their parents or themselves, and and it's a, a day-to-day tool. To, to have the education sector that works towards the future, not you know, for a school to have a cell phone policy of no cell phones allowed at school, I think that's slightly backwards rather than forwards. And, mm. and I think that's where the difficulty lies. So most kids would love to have their cell phones at school, have a usage of cell phone policy. You know, um, set a policy that says we can't take the cell phones out in class unless the teacher uses it it for educational purposes. Um, You can bring your cell phone, but keep it safe in your bag. So so having the cell phone is not a bad thing, but using it appropriately is the bad thing, and that's where the code of conduct possibly should stay. I agree if the code of conduct was set in consultation and everyone agreed to that, um, then the learners should comply. But I'm sure that if you ask any learner, 15-, 16-year-old learner today, can I carry my cell phone with me because I have it, uh, I own it, <laughs> I use it, they will say, yes, please, we want to take our cell phones to school. And then we've got to manage the next level of how do we use it appropriately.
0: what are the circumstances that you often encounter when it comes to the debates around the use of, of cell phones on school premises? And what are the difficulties that you find many schools grappling with?
3: Yeah, like he is saying, yes, those are, are modern things that can be utilized. We understand we are in the fourth industrial revolution and so forth. But we quite often we find that they are distracted in the classroom situation whether it can ring, there are messages, there are social media and so forth. Uh, so they are developing uh, the process of teaching and learning. Uh, but like he is indicating, uh, while the parents have agreed that we can have modernized the situation at school level and have cell phones, the issue is that teachers now have to monitor uh, the learners and to ensure that there is uh, a close control in terms of the usage or utilization of cell phones in the classroom. But learners be learners, they will always have a way of ensuring that there is that disturbance that is happening in the classroom, mm. and of which is something that we don't want. Uh, quite often, can yes, they are they are disturbing and uh, they are still in the process in the classroom. That is why, uh, for now, the NABZB uh, is saying that they are dead. There is no one that is allowed. Each and every uh, affiliate to the uh, to our association. Uh, we have indicated that uh, let them be back until uh, maybe uh, in future we, we take another uh, stand.
0: Rian, let me end it off with you. What is the role of parents in, in this conversation? Because it seems to me that it's one of those that parents really need to get quite involved in.
4: For sure. And that's where the governing body stands in uh, trust to the community. The governing body has a majority of parents on it's voted for by the parent body um, and they must stand in a position of trust towards the school in the best interest of the school and the learners so parents must definitely join the conversation, remember school is a sub-segment of society school is not in isolation and Broken kids don't get fixed at school, <laughs> they get fixed at home as well. So, mm. so the, the home, the society, the community is very involved in this discussion. And, and I think the, the, on the forefront of this whole discussion, is not a question of rules and what is right and what is wrong. A cell phone by itself does nothing wrong. It's the cell phone in the hand of someone that does something good or bad. And we've got to teach the learners, that person that holds the cell phone, we've got to teach on values. How do you act respectful how do you act uh, with integrity when using your cell phone because without the cell phone you could also have no respect and no integrity so we've got to open the discussion with parents the society about the values that we live and the values that we teach and the values that we want to see Um, blaming the cell phone for bad behavior is like blaming a gun for someone being shot it is the person that that handles it and we've got to address that uh, call
0: right. it digital citizenship and digital maturity. Rian van der a Deputy CEO of the Federation of Governing Bodies of South African Schools. You also heard from Tlaidisi Chairperson of the National Association of School Governing Bodies in the Northwest. It's 9.30. When we come back, I'm taking your calls zero eight six triple zero two zero three two.